Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you're listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. The Word of the Lord says this, Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Man, these two verses are great verses for us to talk about, especially in a format like Simple Rhythms, because these two verses are really foundational to how we understand and approach the Scriptures. And so it's important that even before we dive into these two verses, we kind of articulate a little bit about, um, you know, an overarching, uh, the overarching idea or doctrine or theology about the Bible. And it's important for us to understand that every one of us have beliefs or understandings or ideas about, about the Bible. And that's best articulated in asking and answering the question, what do you think the Bible is? Or what is the Bible and, and you'll actually see a bunch of different answers and perspectives and different doctrines and theologies about the Bible based on how you or other people answer the question, what is the Bible? Here's a couple examples. The Bible is, so what is the Bible? The Bible is the revelation of God. Or more specifically, the Bible is the revelation of God through Jesus. More simply is you can know who God is or who Jesus is through reading the Bible. Another answer to what is the Bible is, oh, well, the Bible is a roadmap for life. Or a fun one that we'll, uh, we'll all be a little familiar with is, well, the Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth, right? And so all those different answers are different understandings, different beliefs about what the Bible is and about, and about how we approach the Bible. And some of those answers are correct. Some of those answers are flat out wrong. And some of those answers are correct, but in specific situations. For a perfect example, many of you, when you heard me say, the Bible is your the roadmap for life, you probably cringed a little bit because we've some of us have grown up kind of hearing and understand that. And, and our doctrine of scripture or our theology of scripture has been corrected in understanding that, no, the ultimate purpose of the Bible, the ultimate, uh, you know, meaning of scripture is not to to tell us what we should do, the ultimate pattern, the ultimate purpose, the ultimate meaning of scripture is to reveal who God is in Jesus, his son, right? And we learn about Jesus and about God through reading the scriptures. So it's about the scriptures are not about us. The scriptures are about God. But as we learn about who God is, we also then as kind of a byproduct, as a secondary purpose, we learn about ourselves, right? But when you think about the the answer, oh, well, the Bible is a roadmap for life. Is there some passages, is there some verses that is intended to be a roadmap for life? Yes, that's true. I mean, the, the whole book of Proverbs is general wisdom or a different way of saying that is kind of a roadmap for life. You, you want to learn how to kind of navigate life and, and make good choices and making good decisions? Well, read Proverbs. Now, is that the ultimate purpose of, of, of the Bible as a whole, uh, as, as scripture as a whole? Not necessarily. No, it's not. So in that context of the whole Bible and talking about the whole of Scripture, no, that is a that is not a correct answer to say the Bible is a roadmap to life. However, there are some passages and some perspectives or some verses of Scripture where that is kind of true. 
And so it's actually in that kind of mindset and that kind of theology and understanding what is the Bible and how do we approach the Bible? How do we interact with the Bible? It's in that uh, kind of mindset or perspective that we come to these two verses today. And I got to flip back to it. And so in 2 Peter chapter 1, we are, Peter actually instructs us with very good foundational, what I would call cornerstone, a cornerstone idea of how we understand the Bible and then how we interact with it. And so it starts off in verse 20 with Peter saying, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. Okay, now right off the bat, he's introducing a negative idea. So sometimes the best way to understand truth or to get to the right answer is to start with what is not the answer. And so what is not the answer is it comes from someone's own interpretation. Now that right away destroys the idea of, oh, you read the Bible and whatever it means to you, that's what God's trying to tell you. That is a bad theology of scripture. That is a bad doctrine or way of approaching the Bible. That's a bad hermeneutic. Peter himself right away says, listen, the prophecy of scripture, the revelation of God that's found in scripture, the words of God and the meaning of scripture is not found in someone's own interpretation. So you don't come to yourself or even to any other man. I'm, I'm kind of adding a little bit, but he, he introduces this in, in verse 21. You, you start with something else. So it's not someone's own interpretation. In verse 21, he says, For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. Now, rightly understand this. He's saying that the source and the producing of, of the scripture or of the words of scripture or the meaning of scripture doesn't find its source or central uh, intended meaning in the will of man produced by the will of man. So he's saying, here's another not. It is not produced by the will of man. Now that's where you go. Well, you start scratching your head because you go, well, I thought the Bible was written by apostles. It was written by prophets, right? Like it was written by men. And the answer to that is yes, like we are not uh, like the Mormons and with Joseph Smith and all that, where we believe that the, the Bible just miraculously, you know, fell down from heaven and an amazing thing. And it just magically appeared and it was completely miraculous that the Bible uh, and all the words of it and everything in it is all supernaturally created by God himself. And it was not produced at all by man, but because notice that Paul or sorry, Peter is using very specific language here. He's saying, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. And what he's saying there is that the, the source of scripture, the source of the ideas, the source of the meaning is not ultimately found in the writers of the scripture. Because Peter is writing scripture as he's saying this. And Peter even acknowledges that Paul and other apostles of the New Testament and the Old Testament wrote down scripture and taught the, the scripture or the prophecy of scripture. And so we know that Peter's not saying that none of scripture was touched by man at all. Instead, he's saying that it was never produced or the original intent or the ultimate source of the meaning of scripture is not found in man's interpretation. It's found again somewhere else. Cause remember, we're talking about two negatives and this is where he goes to the positive. He says, but men spoke from God. Now you stop right there. Men spoke from God. That means, Hey, God used the vehicle of human language, human context, the context of, of time and location and place and understanding. He used those things. Men spoke cause men are temporal. So they speak in time. They speak in a place. They speak to a people, right? They speak to an audience. So men, Men spoke from God, 
Okay, so men spoke, but it was from God. Its ultimate source and meaning come from God as they were being carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now, the, it's these, this phrase, this verse, where we get the idea of the inspiration of Scripture, the divine inspiration of Scripture. And so we understand that Scripture was written by man, but it finds its original meaning, its ultimate meaning and intent, and its ultimate prophecy from God as the, as the men wrote it down in the context of which they spoke. And this is where we get the science of hermeneutic. And so hermeneutics is the science of interpreting scripture. And there is a good hermeneutic, there's a correct hermeneutic, and there's a bad hermeneutic. And it's the correct or bad is ultimately uh, determined by how you apply or how you understand these verses. Or in my opinion, it's whether you actually recognize or understand these verses. Because these verses, Peter makes it very clear that there is an original intent that God meant for scripture, and we can rightly understand the intended meaning of scripture when we study the scripture in its context. Well, what's its context? This is where you get the phrase context is king. It's well, who is speaking? Who are they speaking to? Where are they speaking? What is the purpose of their speaking? And then what are they saying before and after whatever it is we're, uh, we're writing that helps us understand or, or, uh, understand the original intended meaning of scripture. There is an ultimate original intended meaning of scripture. And so this is how we approach the Bible. We approach the Bible not asking the question, well, what does this say to me? We ask the, the question, well, what is this saying and what did it say? What, did, was a, what was the apostle or what was the prophet saying to the original audience? And then how can I take that intended meaning and that original kind of meaning and then apply that to my life? And that's why we have teachers. And that's why we have pastors. That's why we have, you know, uh, you know, uh, teachers and scholars that help us to do that, because that is the way that God originally intended the Bible to be understood is to be studied in its original context and then applied in the context of which we are living now. And so <laughs> I failed to keep this short. Uh, but again, it's really difficult to cover all of this stuff in a comprehensive and helpful way in a short bit of time. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms.